Abandon fear and trust yourself Open up to all life's wealth Tap into a sixth sense With intuitive intelligence <laughs> We're live. Yay. So welcome. Welcome to the Intuitive Intelligence Podcast live broadcast. I'm going to start with our opening prayer, which I always do just to keep the tech issues at bay and get everyone's minds to open up. So however you believe, whatever you believe. Um, yeah. Heavenly Father, Mother, God, give us the eyes to see, the ears to hear, and a heart to understand all you wish us to know. Help us co-create a life of joy, love, and compassion for ourselves and others. And welcome to my special guest. Introduce yourself, because I never know what to call you. Oh, you know. Anthony Santa Suso. <laughs> I know, Suso. but you go by Suso on YouTube, right? There's my YouTube channel. Yep. A lot of people call me Suso. If they meet me, hey, Suso. Um, it's my whole life ever since I was a child. Yeah. So um, I wanted to bring, this is so funny how this came about because I was thinking last night and this morning, I've got to get my podcast together for this week. Since I just had surgery, I took a week off. Now I'm trying to reorganize life and did a, um, had a conversation with Anthony just a little while ago and thought, oh, I told him, you know, I'd like to have you on my podcast because I've been on your YouTube channel too. Um, and he's like, yeah, when? <laughs> Like all of a sudden, well, let's do it in an hour. So here we are. Yeah, let's just do it. Magical. And he wrote a book. Um, what is the title of the book? I'm going to put the link in here. It's called uh, Mind Beyond Matter, The Mandela Effect. And, and, and what I'm learning now and what I've been talking to you about in our conversation, the whole Mind Beyond Matter, I'm like, nope. <laughs> That's wrong. Um, and I'm and I'm learning things now that are showing or told some, I got some information somewhere that told me um, or said mind creates the matter or something to that effect. And, and, and that's, and now, now we're getting into mixing 3d with spiritual and, and I'm using terms. Okay. Because, you know, I, I'm just jumping right into it because I've been talking to it. So you might have to stop me and ask me to define things. I'm, I'm this connection I have, and with spirit, your your term is what you call it, spirit, and I love that. That's great. I've been going with like everything, nature, spirit, you know, whatever. It it seems to be the best title. It straight up it. Um, and now what I'm actually learning is how much physical reality is involved in that <laughs> how much what I'm, I'm just getting it from the north pole you know i, I said this on my last reading I, i've noticed a lot of times when i'm on line i'll just stare out like right here and coincidentally i haven't mentioned it but it's a giant cross about six blocks away due north absolutely straight north and that's where i look when i'm talking what's that i about? do the same thing out my window it's easier for me to connect to like a lot of people when they connect to their intuition or spirit or whatever, they try to, and even meditation, they try to close their eyes to get information. 
the way I train people to do it is much easier to keep your eyes open a lot of times because you look beyond what the point of focus is. You just pick somewhere off in the distance and then the visions come in and the words come in and it all just flows. So I totally get that. And I think it's cool. That, that is cool. I'm glad the words come in because the words elude me. <laughs> I've been fighting with spirit about what to call it. Yeah. Let's get some, let's, let's say hello to everybody who's coming into the chat room. Um, so hi, Northeast yeah. native, hi, Queens, Queen of Swords 444. And Cindy, welcome. Lisa, welcome. Carmen, welcome. Raven Hawk, um, Tao, good morning. Yeah, I think I got everybody. If I didn't, Raven, and I missed Northeast, you. Queen of Swords, Majestic Mantis, where are you reading from? I'm um, both YouTube and Facebook. They're oh, coming okay. from both. Yeah. 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 Yep. Majestic okay. Madness. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for joining, yeah. yeah. So, Suso, Anthony Suso and I. Suso. Suso. You can call, see, you call me Anthony. I call you talk, both. It's, yeah. it's, and, I hear, and when I hear you online, it's Suso. So you it's go Suso. with Suso. Suso, you can find him on YouTube as Suso. So it's easier to just call him Suso. Um, but we've known each other for. A number of years and walked through some stuff and then he got into the mandela effect and would you explain that because a lot of my people don't necessarily understand what the mandela effect is and we'll start there and then go to the beyond <laughs> well I, I really want to say i have no idea <laughs> but i kind of do um it, see i now it's funny because of what i've been getting I just go right to the end. Okay. Do it whatever whatever feels best to you. That's it's why it's called stone. intuition. The Mandela effect is a stepping stone stepping stone to something greater. It's this but but it's blown up so big and it's paranormal, supernatural. Now I'll explain it what happened. Basically what I've said to people at the bar is it's changes in history that you can't explain or that cannot be explained physically. For instance, um I'll go with the basics. Um, we just missed Thanksgiving. Stovetop stuffing is made by who? Do you know, Bernadette? Stouffer? It's always been Stouffer's. But not in this timeline or whatever you want to call it. It's always been craft. It's never been Stouffer's stovetop stuffing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Four people in the car when JFK was assassinated, when I studied it in the 80s. Now the 60s. Jiffy peanut butter never existed. Chit Kat doesn't have a dash. Sex in the city has always been sex and the city and yield signs have always been red. Um, not yellow, like a lot of people remember. Uh, it's just changes like that. Words and songs have changed. We're hearing things differently. We're see seeing things differently. Um, that whole blue gold dress thing that came out, I think that's part of it. The whole beyond... The whole Yanni Laurel thing. When you listen to that, what do you hear? Yanni or Laurel? Nobody hears this. Everybody's hearing something different. I think that's all connected. I, you know, um, the Mandela effect really has a broad range of uh, paranormal things going on. And each one. So, be, where did it get its name? Let's uh, start with the basic go. of the basic so people can get it. Well, for me, it was sometime, I'm saying 91, you know, it could have been 89, 90, 91. When I walked down, I worked at Trump Plaza in Atlantic City. I walked into the break room 
and there was my, and it's, it's significant. There's my black friend watching a funeral. And I said, Hey, who died? And he said, Nelson Mandela. And I said, and I knew it was the wrong thing to say. Okay. But I said, who's that? And he gave me such a shot in the arm. I'm never going to forget that moment in my life. Because after that, I went home and looked up Nelson Mandela and, and saw that he was a peace activist and was in jail and all this time and, and that he died in prison. I'm not going to forget that moment. Um, I saw the Clintons walking by the casket. Uh, I, I just that this, These are the things I remember. Thousands of other people also remember him dying somewhere around that time. Yet after his funeral, he, become, he became president of South Africa. And, um, I, and we're all, what were we, 2019 now? Listen, I got the guy dying in 2002, 2013. Uh, you know, it's, and, and I, and it, none of that connected when it was happening. Of course not. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, Nelson died again. But now that I'm aware of these things, when Jerry Lewis dies, I think a couple of years ago, I'm going, wait a minute, that guy died 20 years ago. Didn't he? Apparently just died two years ago. Jerry Lewis died? Jerry Lewis with Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis? No, he died a long time ago. I, I promise you, he just died a couple weeks ago. Look it up. You got the world at your fingertips. Oh, well, yeah. And I did a video in 2016 on that. And the first thing I come out and I went, Jerry Lewis died again? Yeah. And, um, you know, everybody jumped on that. And I think we talked about this in a video we did together, whether it was on my channel or your channel last year, about um, the timeline jumping stuff. You know, like you call it Mandela effect, I call it timeline jumping, and, right? And I was talking with Cynthia, Cynthia Sue Larson, uh, telling you about her, she calls it quantum jumping. Yes. I mean, there's, there's uh, so many, many terms and labels to it, which is what we got into on the phone this morning, um, just talking about, you know, the third, the difference between third dimension and the dimension of spirit, infinity, infinity, you know, yeah. and, and, um, but you wrote about all of this stuff, which is why I put the link up, um, about your book, because you did actually journal kind of your experiences with this stuff. And I had no idea what I was doing this for. I thought I was writing about the Mandela effect and, yeah. and, and the, the experiences I had. I didn't realize when I put the story about the child being pulled by a, a spirit or a light or, or whatever I saw that, that real energy told me, Hey, I want to play too. Let's get behind the wheel of the car and hide because of all the police cars. And I said, okay, we've got behind the car. And I'm like, can I look? And it's like, no, can I look? Finally, it said yes quickly. And, and I looked and I saw this man running between my house and another house. I looked back and it said, all right, when your mother comes out, get in her arms or go to your mother when she comes outside. And that's something that is very specific that I don't know if I actually wrote it that way in the book, but it told me, and this is after going over the story about three or four times in the last week, it told me when your mother comes out, then go out to her. And I don't know that I, but and that's very specific. That's, the trigger point for that was I was playing Indian uh, Cowboys and Indians. At five years old. And when I heard the sirens, I went, Ooh, I want to play cops and robbers. I remember that. And then I remember my friend, the light, the connection, which is the same thing I have now, which is kind of 
Like, I feel like I knew that the whole time. My so there's a new life. understanding, though, coming right now, right? You're on this whole, like, um, other journey. Like, you just went to a conference, um, and now there's there's a whole other understanding. And, and actually, um, Queen of Swords in the chat room on YouTube is saying the Mandela effect is huge, but a small piece to the bigger puzzle, which is exactly why we decided to jump on and do this, because... Um, Anthony and I were talking about, you know, the Mandela effect. And yes, it's huge. For a lot of people, it is, it's their opening doorway. And, you know, my, my thing to him was like, but it's just a doorway, dude. And it's like, you're, you're at the doorway of a huge building with the Mandela effect. If that's what gets your attention, that's the doorway. But that's just the doorway. That's the threshold. If you don't go into the building, you have no idea what else is in there in this infinite space. But you're calling it that or you get stuck there. Well, if you get stuck there for a year, two years, five years, 10 years, you know, that's it. That's all you're seeing. You're not even experiencing what's inside the building. The Mandela affects the doorway, go through the doorway, but keep going because it will, your understanding will expand beyond belief. And so will your connection, which is why I wanted to have Suso on because he's having unbelievable experiences right now. And things are finally opening up like in a big way. So oh, share sure. that. Well, first I wanted to say it's funny because we talked we talked about the um, analogy of the building standing in front of the dorm. We're just staring at it. And I did this in the last video. I said, and just to use terms, I said, we were given Play-Doh and we just keep staring at it. We're going, wow, look at the Play-Doh. And we could do something with it. Absolutely. Something's supposed to come from this. There has to be another step. And what, 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 what am I supposed to explain? The experiences I'm, the things that I'm learning now? Yeah. Because that's a heck of a story. And it started, well, it started two days, three days before the uh, Ketchum, Idaho conference, uh, West Coast Mandela Effect conference that Dark Wolf put together. Jerry Hicks did a great job. The panel was amazing. Um, I could pick them apart here. Um, was Cynthia Sue Larson, Chris Sinatra, uh, Lauren Pavel Canell. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Shane uh, Robinson from On Bias and On Defense. Am I missing? Kimberly Lynn Hansen, who I'm having an interview with next Thursday at 5:30, and she's the one. I did miss somebody on that panel. That's gonna bug me. Keep going. Uh, um, yeah, Kimberly Lynn Hansen. I went to that conference and just zeroed in on everything. That was and I said hello to everybody in the room. I, I spoke with everybody. There were two people I didn't really talk with, but did say hello to everybody else I spoke with. Kimber Kimberly was one of the speakers and she was very busy with her presentation. And what her presentation was. I don't even know how to word it. It wasn't finished until she was done the presentation, which proved her presentation. It's like she, the whole weekend she's running around going, I have no idea how this is going to come together, but that's how she lives her life. And after the presentation was over, I was just like, I, I, I kind of get this. And a lot of the things she said, I got it that night. And then we're all sitting around in the common room that night. And we're just chatting with people. And I sat down and, we just started talking and I was 
really absorbing all this information. And I really felt like the conversation got cut short because a friend of mine there that was room with like, I want you to give me the keys. I'm going to go I'll leave the door open. I said, no, I'm going to take off with you. And I felt like it was cut short, but it wasn't because I wouldn't have retained anything else after that. Because it's just hard to explain that the information came in that next morning. Uh, my goal was to get up at 6 a.m., get in the car and leave. Okay, I wake up at nine uh, with my friend Dan's voice booming downstairs. I, at nine in the morning, I get up. That's Scarab Performance. There's another channel for you. Um, I'll be up bugging everybody. I'm sure. Um, I, I get showered, dressed, and, and I'm going to go. Dan left. Uh, my other friend's there, Scott. And I said, look, I'm just going to take off. He said, all right, man, I'll talk to you later. I get in the car. I drove a block and made a right instead of going home, which was straight. I went back to the hotel, and I figured, and I had no idea. I was like, I had to say bye to people and see what's going on. That's what I was doing for two, three hours. And I'm going, I got a 12-hour ride home. Get in the car and go. And I would not leave. And later on in the afternoon, I found myself sitting outside having a cigarette. And Kimberly Lynn Hansen was there. She's having a cigarette on the phone. And we started talking a little bit. I'm asking her stuff like, did you get your artwork together? Because she had a, the, the big art project there, which is a big part of the story. Um, and I barely, yeah, well, that was her part of her presentation, the artwork. This big neon sign with a bunch of Mandela effects on it. But each one has a specific message. And she saw the message. And she's showing everybody, you know, and she's uh, and like I got it that first night and then totally lost. I don't even remember it. And then anyway, we're sitting there talking. Did you get your artwork together? She's like, no. Like, what time's your flight? Sometime tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Uh, but that was her, that was the whole point. She's living what she calls a nonlinear life. She is connected with spirit. That's what I'm calling it. She calls it it. I love that title. Um, and she just, it's hard to explain, but I'm, she showed it to me that, that day I, I said, well, let's go put your artwork together. I, it was bothering me. So she's like, okay, come on. we get up, we put the, it took us a couple of hours to really strap that in a box. We go out, we're having lunch, we're walking around. She goes, oh, let's one of her, I'm calling them exercises, uh, testing I, I don't know what to call them because i don't think they are called anything but it's called no time and we just walked around like we had forever it didn't matter just doing whatever we felt like and just at first i was calling them little tiny miracles. you know it was just silly stuff uh, silly stuff it's, if you look back at it if you're not involved in this eh, it seems like coincidence or it doesn't it's not a really big deal we're looking for some place to eat everything's closed we, we go down one street, there's a sign, it says open, another sign right below, it says open. She looks at me and goes, hey, let's go to open, open. <laughs> okay, you know, we walk in there. And I guess what happened in there, the big thing was, well, I learned a lesson. because we, I, She's asking, the lady behind the counter is asking us what we were doing in town and everything. She's like, yeah, I was doing a presentation about the Mandela effect. Have you ever heard of it? And and I'm in there just going, hey, this and that, this and that. And 
and Kim goes, oh, you really like to scare people or something to that effect. I don't think, and I'm like, no, that's not true. That's not what I'm doing. I'm, it's just, I've been into it so long. I already, I've said this stuff so many times. I just blurted out. Well, she comes over and does it this talk happy beautiful way like it's this magnificent wonderful thing and and these two become instant friends i mean she she became friends with everybody she walked by it didn't matter um just walking by someone made their day um so some of the okay this this is a good example we're in a restaurant where she's on the phone with a client they put her on hold and she says oh oh well i really like this song that they put her on hold with. Well, that second, it came on in the restaurant. Come the, on. Same, the same song. It, it was stuff like that. One of her exercises is a, a wisher washer game where you just, you already have the wisher washer. You're, you're just going to find one. When you find the wisher washer, you put a wish in the hole and then you let the, the washer lead you to water and you throw the washer in the water. Uh, and I randomly want to try that wisher washer. That's why we were packing the uh, artwork together. And uh, there's another story that goes in there too. Which is, <laughs> yeah, I know I'm all over the place. So within a couple of hours, she bends over, picks up a screw and hands it to me. I get all excited. I'm like, oh, cool. And then I went, well, it's a screw. It's not a wash. And she said, well, do you want me to explain it to you? I said, yes, because that's your analytical mind trying to figure out how you're going to find a washer. So for you, you have to take the screw off first to get the washer off. I went, oh, cool, and then forgot all about it. For me, the game was over, but it was not. Also, while, and I'll get back to that, also while we were packing, she said, hey, I just something just came to me. The artwork, she says, can you think you'd consider driving the artwork to Canada? <laughs> Now, you don't know all the brick walls that automatically come up, okay? And I'm, and I thought, well, what she's teaching me is to kind of go with the flow, but that's not it. But just so I'm trying to pick up this. I had the energy. Look, I'm empathic. I was picking it up off of her and bouncing right. it out at time, and it's just coming back. So I had what was going on, just didn't understand it. And, and so I was analytically, like, you mean? Analytically, yes, and that's not how I want it. I don't want it that way, and I get that. I want to get rid of the 3D ego analytical crap and, and say, hey, this is exciting. Let's go with it. What's next? Right. Because I think that's how we should have been living our lives. I think that's how we lived our lives thousands and thousands of years ago, and that connection got smaller and smaller, and now it's growing again. That's just how I look at it. Um, and, and I'm thinking Canada. And at first it was not, not a chance, but that didn't even come in. I was stopped immediately by it and and i thought okay okay let's see i don't have to be in work until giving and this was um it would have been november 10th and i don't have to be in work for two more weeks so i'm like canada sure. like, okay and i'm like well my cats okay i could call somebody to help you know finish with the cats these people were only going to watch them for a week take care of that and then i went i don't have a passport what am i thinking <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. I said that, and she looks at me, and she goes, "Do you really think you need a passport with everything that's been going on?" And I'm and I'm going, "Okay, look." I, I mean, at that point, I'm like, "I'm not crossing the border or some country just because spirit said, yeah, yeah, you're fine.'" 
I mean, at that point, that's what's coming in. You know, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. And she kind of um, resigned to the fact that, yeah, you ain't got a passport. It could be an adventure getting you across the border or whatever. Could be fun. It would be great. On the side note, as soon as I got home, I looked it up and all I needed was my driver's license to get into Canada. Coming home, though, don't you need it? Coming home would have been a problem. They yeah. might not have let me out. Right. Which, wait a minute. How many timelines did I do that? Because what an adventure there, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm in for sure. Going, oh, I got nothing. Somebody mail me my catch. That that would have been the only thing on my mind. Mail, get 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 my get the paperwork and mail my catch. Uh, but that didn't happen. We kind of resigned to the fact that yeah, no passport. All right, maybe it's not supposed to happen that way. And she goes, well, wait a minute, maybe, maybe okay. The the artwork will just go with you. Where are you going, Colorado? And I, I said, yeah. I said, but it's not going to fit in the car. She goes, Wait, stop that. It's everything's going to be perfect. You know, and she would cut me off every time because I'm, I, you know, the old earth me is jumping out going, oh my God, no, scary. I want my comfort zone back. Don't and that's do just that. your ego. I mean, that is just ego. And that's the mechanism of the ego, which is what makes sense of the 3D. But it's also what traps us in the 3D. Right. And that's what I'm peeling away. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And what and I, she's been trying to, to, to get probably during this whole adventure, trying to get through to you is, is stop letting the ego jump in and say no. Like you're not even allowing possibility. When you walk in spirit space and spirit time and in infinity, it, you're not, you don't want to let the ego come and say no instantaneously. But right. it does. Yeah. Well, it does, but I've been stopping it. And, yeah. and it, I, I mean, I, it's not even me. I'm not even stopping it. What happens is I guess the connection pops in and, and I go, okay, whoa, okay, wait a minute. Let me, let me give this a second. Cause you're becoming uh, conscious of it. I mean, that's the beauty. Am, like yeah, the minute you become conscious of what is blocking you from your connection to your higher self, to source energy, it, whatever you want to call it, right? God doesn't matter what you name it. Those are human terms and still doesn't explain the incomprehensibility of what that energy is. But that that ego mind, once you recognize it, now you begin to become conscious of it, which means you can tame it then. Then you can control it instead of being a slave to it, which most people that are asleep and unconscious are actually a slave to the voice of the ego. Because that's how we've been trained from school. Stay with your analytical mind. The analytical mind, is the seat of the ego. The intuitive mind is the seat of infinity, is the seat of the intuition and creativity and imagination and possibility. So, but the thing that keeps coming in right now is, okay, but without my ego, who am I? Of course, and, that's and your ego answer, saying that. Well, that's the answer that keeps coming in going, exactly. That's the answer. The, the question is the answer. I am whatever I say I am. You know that verse in the Bible, I am that, I am. I am that, I am. I am this experience. I am love, I am hate, I am angry, I am victim, I am pro all those things that we say I am, that's who you are. And it changes from moment to moment. It's like water. The structure of water never changes. The composition of it, scientifically, it's, it's one thing. But you freeze it, and now it looks differently, right? So now we call water ice, right? You mix it with warm air, what does it become? Steam. Right, 
but it's still at the composition of it, water. Right? It's just changing its ego. It's changing its form. So what are we doing? I mean, we are a spirit in human form, but how many, and you believe in past lives, how many lifetimes have we had? How many different experiences have, have we had and are we having? Because, I mean, you go out of the linear timeline too, and I try to explain this to people when I'm doing Akashic Record readings, right? Which is, this goes to this whole other timeline jumping thing um, and the Mandela effect and everything else. We think of time as linear. It's a straight line. Like we learned in school with the little arrow, 1900, 1910, you know, and you go, that's not how time happens. Time is always happening. Our lives, our many lives and lifetimes that we've had are all happening as we're happening right here in this consciousness. Sometimes they bleed through. Sometimes we timeline jump or dimensionally jump. Maybe one decision we said no to in this consciousness in another consciousness, we said yes to it, and that's playing out, and then somehow the two merge again, and now we're on that other timeline. And it's constantly happening, which is what you guys describe as the Mandela effect. Um, to me, this is just, it's, it, you can call it quantum physics, you can call it timeline jumping, you can call it life with spirit. It's infinity. This is, this is what we're all wanting to experience again, is that place of moving and living at the speed of thought or beyond. But when we think thought, we think analytical. I think thought when I think of it consciously, and I think that's that point of creation. I have a thought and now it's created. This image in my mind now becomes created into form. Like you said, the Play-Doh. You can look at the Play-Doh and if it if we never do anything but look at it, what good is it? Create right. something with it. Right. And I've said it probably in my third video on YouTube. The Mandela effect is a stepping stone to something else. And I had no idea what I was saying. And I mean, that's and isn't it great that you don't have to have an idea and analytically, you don't have to understand it, but you can still live it. And holy crap, it's super exciting. Yeah. Same thing with the writing that story in the book. I was writing that story to fill in pages. I was like, well, this book's not going to be long enough. I want it to be bigger. Let me put some of my childhood experiences in the book and boom, that's what I'm experiencing. For me, the second out the childhood experiences in the first book, not the Mandela effect. This is the next step I've been looking for, and that's that's to me. And I, and I'm like, there's no way I'm saying this is the answer, and I got it because there's something beyond that. And it will continue to be that as long as you stay open and don't allow the walls of your ego to close you in, which is what we were talking about too this morning about the, you know, we want to identify things in human terms, and the minute the ego realizes that you found it out is the minute it tries to kick in and get you anchored back down into third dimensional reality. But we are all spirit having a human existence in fifth third dimension, super dense reality, but you can choose to live from third dimension or you can choose to move beyond it and but start to see these things. And people call it supernatural. It's not supernatural. It's natural. It's natural, straight up natural. What, yeah. So is there room or should I say how much room is there for physical reality within where I'm going, what I'm experiencing. How do you quantify that? You're asking, oh. you're still trying to put that into a container. Uh, do you see how you just did that? Yes. Uh, okay. That wasn't me. That was just uh, going, trying to line everything up. Because we want to have, we as human beings, we're trained that we have to have a box. You have to have a container. Put it in, put a relationship into a container. Put your job and your life purpose into a container. Label it. 
right? What's your title? What's your status? Like as long as you have all of those things and, and that's where you're finding yourself very comfortable, now you're locked in an anchored third dimension, which takes away all the magic, right? Remember how, like all the years I've talked to you about like living the charm life, like this path that I, I love to walk on the charm life. It's because everything is just thrown out and it just starts happening. I don't worry about it. My ego wants to come in and go, well, that's not practical. And that's not, you know, don't think like that. And it's a matter of stripping all that stuff away and going, okay, I hear you ego. Like you're probably right. Third dimensionally, it's not practical. Based on the rules of man, it's not practical. Based on the rules of it, the infinite divine source, it's completely doable. <laughs> ego says impossible. Spirit says completely and that's, impossible. I've used that as a tool kind of. Anytime I see a brick wall, as I call it, or ego saying no, or, you know, or that's impossible. I, I no, we're going to do that. That's going to happen. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going to do. And that's happened. And that whole time in Ketchum with Kimberly, what me walking around with her, one of the things I had to do was I, I had to get another room for the night and I had to rent a car, rent a car for an extra day. Mm -hmm. Room was taken care of. Um, I think this was the next day. We're out. We're sitting down. I said, Oh, I got to call the rent a car company. I called them up. Long story short, about the on the phone because I'm laughing and the energy's there. And she's looking at me like, What's going on? And and a lady gets on and she says, I can give you the extra day, but I can't charge you. Darn. <laughs> I mean, that's and when I told her, she's like, She got so excited and we're high fiving and the energy <laughs> just kept building and building. So now, we go out and it's getting cold and I misplaced my knit hat. <laughs> so we, we're running around. Oh, we're walking a store and find a knit hat. Well, I go into the, we walk into this one store and, and there's this knit hat I see. And I pick it up and look at it. And I put it back down, walking around, looking at some other clothes. And she comes in and she goes, oh, there's a knit hat here. She picks it up and she screams, oh my God, or something like that. And I said, what? She goes, come here, look at this. And the, the, the washer is on the knit hat. All right. So, and it was nice enough to her for her to buy that for me. And she was like, I got to buy it. I was like, okay, whatever. You know, and it, I thought that game was over. And I got other people who were very scientific and very into the odds of things and everything. Nobleness D for one. He's like, that, that's just mind blowing. You let the game go. You're looking for a washer. And now you're just looking for a knit hat. And the washers want a knit hat. I mean, what are the odds? Well, but doesn't that show you there are no coincidences? It was showing me everything. That's what I mean. That whole walk, the, the, that day and a half of no time. That's what she calls it, no time. Yeah. We walked around and it was little time for me. It was just little tiny miracles that most people would go, oh, just coincidence or that's just life and let's just move on. And, and, and you know and, how you screw that all up? Do you want me to tell you the secret of how you screw that all up? Why would I want to know how to screw it up? But go ahead. Well, because it's important. Um, mm -hmm. because people do, right? I mean, I've been teaching my stuff with charm life for a number of years now. And even the people that know what I teach and they've studied at length and done the process with me many times to learn how to walk the charm path, um, forget, we forget, but what screws all of that up 
is to try and start understanding why is this happening? What's the meaning? Oh my God, let me give it a label. Is it a synchronicity? Is it just, you know, all these, am I in alignment? People want to call it manifestation, you know? And, and like I always tell people, there's this chicken and egg thing, even with, with intuition and manifestation. Did you intuit that it was coming on your path or did, and then you, you decided to intentionally manifest it or the other way around? It came on your path because you decided to manifest it. You can chicken and egg that conversation all day long. And no rain on the plains, no coincidences. There are only synchronicities. Yeah. And there's that conversation too. And and many, many of the Eastern um, ancient teachings that say everything is nothing and nothing is everything. And everyone gets confused by that. But in reality, if you can get there, everything is absolutely nothing and nothing holds the entirety of everything well, then things become deep. magical it is but it isn't it really isn't it's really kind of simple but <clears throat> you will understand it more when you just go with it and don't question it right and that's that's what i was going to just get at i'm like the, the whole time i'm walking around with her she could pick up that i was trying to put it in boxes and she su suggested that I, you know, talk with somebody else who also understands to to try and pick up, I guess, more information or try and, and that that's working. I mean, um, the whole the whole thing it, it was just so lined up. Everything was right there. Why? Because I did. I let go. I just didn't care. I didn't have to be anywhere on time we got to spend the second day because that morning I, I got up to leave i was going to drop her off at the airport and go and i'm going we got to hurry up and get to the airport you're going to be late and she goes will you stop that everything's perfect we're gonna get to the airport on time no i'm not even kidding we get up there you know she missed her flight now she's going to canada so as she misses her flight she gets a text from a friend um look she's in one what do you call it? Providence. This this person's in another, and she gets a text that you know this guy's mother's going to the hospital or something. Needs her help. Needs her help for something. I don't. And I'm like, okay, cool. And she's like, oh, gets all excited that she missed her flight because of this. She goes, that's it. She goes, well, what other flights are? At? Well, there happens to be a flight going right where this person is. She was so excited time. about it. She was so excited about it. Didn't didn't matter. And I'm just sitting there. my head's like, wow. I mean, you just added a whole day to time didn't matter. It's not the point. You know, and, and I, I think it's great how she gets so excited about the stuff where most people are like, oh, that's it. Oh my God. She made the people behind the counter so happy that she missed her flight. I mean, it, it's just, you know, so. And then, she, and I, and I said to her while on the way to the airport, I said, yeah, it's a shame. We're not spending more time together to, to I want to keep this. I want to learn. And she goes, you got it. Just, you'll keep it anyway. And, and oh, and then she's, as we're walking out, she's like, what did you say about spending more time? So we went out and did a whole no time thing again. Um, and I ended up leaving that night. No, I, no, what time was it? About noon. I think I dropped her off about noon at the airport. And then I just took off home. And everything that had a car would cut me off, and I'd be like, "Yes." Where normally I'd be getting all upset. 
oh, this is awesome. I'm supposed to slow it down or I'm supposed to be right here or it did. I don't need to know why. And that stayed with me all the way. The synchronicity were absolutely ridiculous from the time of the uh, conference to mm -hmm. now. It's still going on. Uh, oh, by the way, on the way home, I had that artwork strapped to the roof of my car <laughs> at the top because it didn't fit in. And she figured out, oh, you know what? She goes, oh, we just need some bungee cords. I just need to, you know, whatever. Okay, so we jump in the car. We're kind of looking for, I'm driving just randomly. I, we're looking for a hardware store. It's about seven at night. We figure it's our going to close. It's a small town. And I have no idea how it happened. I parked to look at my phone to find the place. She mentions a street and I go, oh, it's right there. The street was, we were right next to the place. We just had to go down. We go around and down and get in there. There's not just a set of bungee cords. There's a whole display of different kind of bungee cords. And she's like, oh, no, we're going to take this in and enjoy this. <laughs> and she goes, because I didn't. She's like, do you understand? You know, I didn't just get the bungee cord. I got It's better. I got all these to choose from. It's better than what we set out to, to look for because we let it happen. And that they're not her words. Um, because if we were disconnected with spirit. So we get this thing strapped to the roof of my car and I take this thing all the way home. I have a couple ideas where I'm going to put it, but I have no idea why I have it. Okay, this is her art piece. And it she, doesn't matter why you Canada. It. Well, I kind of figured, look, as soon as I got home, somebody asked me to do a talk in Arizona in like June or something or April. I'm like, man, I, I'm still jumping off the walls from this last thing. I don't even know. I, I'm sure I'd be happy to. Give me a minute, you know, and then somebody else did. And, and, I, and now I'm talking about having something on the East Coast this spring. And that's, you know, they're like, yeah, the artwork will probably be out there somehow. I'm like, yeah, I'll probably make that and bring the artwork out. She calls me out Monday and says, hey, uh, ready to go on an adventure or something? You know, and I'm just like, sure, what's up? Because at this point, for the since the conference, I'm trying to say, hey, what do I do now? What do I do today? What's going on? And instead of just being excited for the next moment, which is something I, I really need to get into um, because that's when stuff happens. It's when I'm looking for it going, okay, what, I, I'm, in, I'm in contact. Why aren't you telling me what to do? And I'm getting, go to the hot springs, relax, chill. And I'm like, that's got to be me. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because when I ask you to jump, <laughs> you're going to jump. <laughs> And I get this call Monday. Yeah, I, I was invited to do an interview. And I, when I'm picturing myself, I see the artwork behind me. And, you know, all the brick walls start building. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm, I'm like, oh, that's nice. Give me the address. I'll have, <laughs> it, I'll, I'll have it mailed out. You know, I mean, this is the stuff that's quickly going in my head. But it was also being stopped immediately. Because I'm sitting here because I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This this is exactly what she's been showing me. Okay? This is exact. I just came off a big week vacation. Came back to two weeks of no work. And all the money I had in the bank before the uh, conference for a car. Poof. Okay? Uh, and I'm looking at this. And, I'm, and instead of saying, well, 
oh, hey, I'm busted. I can't do this. I thought, I'm thinking, okay, I got two checks coming in. Got a little bit in the account. Everything I rent and to get out there, I'll be able to go ahead all the way out there. She said somebody was going to chip in some money. So I'm like, okay, that should work. That'll get me home. And, and of course, I said to her, well, worst case scenario. And she's like, stop. <laughs> there is no worst case scenario. You are in touch with the infinite. You are in touch with uh, one of her words is the future self, a future self that already has all the answers. Yeah. There is no worst case scenario. Um, and, and I'm like, okay, okay. But still the analytical is going, okay. But if I come home absolutely broke, I got the artwork out there. I took a little week vacation. It's fine. Everything's good. And I, I'm walking into two works, two weeks of really busy work. I don't, it gets better than that. I don't have to worry about that. And, and she stopped me. So by the end of that conversation, I was already feeling it again. I mean, strong. And I just said, okay, it's going to happen. See you on the other side of the coast. It's going to happen. Um, not, you know, and, and I just, and I did that. I let that go. I stuck that egg in a basket. You know, it's like her terms are, um, you take a problem, you, you turn it into an egg and you tell the egg, listen, I, I'm giving this to nature and I want, I would like the best possible outcome, put it in the basket. If there's another problem, you put it in the same basket, put all your eggs in the same basket is her thing. And give the name. Yes, I call that the God box. The God box. Okay. The God box. So there you same go. thing. We That's all have our we have our different different labels for things that make sense to us, and you know, so That's yeah, I like the basket. What I did, and and those brick walls have been just falling down. I, it's like at first I'm like, oh, busting through walls. I wasn't busting through anything. They were falling down. Okay, uh, because they weren't real to begin with. Sunshine. <laughs> they're they're imaginary. I mean, we build our own walls, right? We are creating those those blockages. Right. Like so many people ask me about, you know, how do you stay in touch with spirit? How do you walk the spiritual path? How do you manifest? How do you stay in alignment? You stop walking in ego and stop needing to understand things from third dimensional, really limited space of understanding. And you you just take all of the meaning out, take all of the definitions out, stop labeling it, destroy the box. And all of a sudden the walls just don't exist for you. And how exciting is that? Because then all of the answers can come in ways that you don't even know exist. I was feeling that when I left Mississippi, I was on my way to Miami and turned around and came back here to Colorado. That's how I was living. I, I had a pocket full of money. I was going to check out some ballparks. Guy said, I got a job for you up here. I wouldn't mind going back to Colorado. And, you know, I've been trying to get out of here ever since. And, but that was my three years, three and a half years of just stuck on the Mandela effect. Um, In the doorway. Yeah. Well, I'm pushing through and it's so important to me. I, it, it's so important to my ego that I do it properly. Have you ever seen the um, doctor who? A couple of episodes. Never really. So the, the whole like phone booth. This yeah. is perfect, right? Like the, once, once you open the door to the TARDIS, you realize, holy crap, this isn't just this small phone booth. It's like this humongous thing inside that can go anywhere, travel anywhere. Um, it's like that. Honestly, like the Mandela effect is what you see on the outside of the that phone booth. 
you can sit there and study the whole phone booth, but if you never enter the TARDIS, you've missed the whole point and the whole ride. Like you miss the ride. So the Mandela effect to me, and I said this in a video was a, and I'm using terms and labels, was a nudge for the, hey, wake up. There's something else going on here. Bigger. It's not, and, and we're outside of physical terms. So it's not good or bad. It's neutral. It's absolutely balance. It's pure balance. It's pure truth. And that's the next, it, even, and it's, it's amazing because I'm like, well, if that's the next step, and I'm not saying it is because this next step is a process, probably doesn't have to be, it, but it's because of the mind and third 3D and that's what we're shedding. It's going to be a process. What is? What's a process? The next step. Because I don't think it's really a next step. I think there's many next steps off of the Mandela effect and people are going to go in their own direction to get to that. Does that make sense? Well, the question that I always ask, Label. whether it's it's the Mandela effect or some other string of um, synchronicities that line up or a dark night of the soul and your whole entire life gets devastated and taken down to zero point, like what's, there's going to be a million next steps. The question right. is, what do you choose? What do, Where are you choosing to live from? Are you trying to live from your analytical mind and live the mediocre life? A life of mediocrity is just an eight to five job and plant yourself in a home and raise a family and you just do the same routine, same grind. Right. Most people that are like getting exposed to the Mandela effect, recognizing it, they're interested in it or any kind of paranormal or quantum physics or timeline jumping, anything like that. That's that. It's just that doorway. Okay, there's something more. And then you learn what's more, and then there's another 10 doorways to choose from to go, okay, what, what more is there? What else is possible here? And 10 more doorways. It's like being in um, kind of like the matrix, right? Like there's just, you realize it's all just made up in your head and it's a construct. This thing we live in is a construct. In any form, even if it's just spiritual, it's still going to be a construct absolutely our, our universal yeah. consciousness is saying it's not bad for some people to be analytical or critical thinkers none of it's bad look i'm a super analytical and i am a very good critical thinker which is why i can do the spiritual thing on top of the business thing and rock it and i do rock it and i'm not trying to brag i'm just saying like anthony and i were talking about this earlier like how do you be practical because i like to make spirituality very practical people that come to me a lot of times are in the beginning pass of their spiritual walk so it has to be practical and applicable to however somebody lives their lives you have to have analytical thinking there's a reason for it the point is to not get lost in thinking that's the only way to live because there's this whole other magical place that you can do both and when you can like literally what i call straddle the the two different kinds of realities the spiritual reality of unlimited potential and third dimensional dense reality where there's you're living from your analytical mind and you're having to to do things like raise a family which i do and you know live in a house and pay your bills when you can straddle that divide and walk in those two worlds it is freaking amazing to be able to do it and still maintain and retain that magical connection where things are still daily unfolding in such a crazy way and, that you're and, living in with passion and curiosity and joy. 
and joy. That's my word. I like that joy and excitement. And yeah. I, I, it's like, I, I feel like I really get that. There's it's right here. It's, I can grab it. It's right there. And I go, okay, I can do that. I can, I, I, I can't explain it, but I can do that. I'm doing it coming up next week. Where I'm Let's do this. And what's coming? I, I, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Let, no, I'm not even gonna say what's coming. I'm just gonna be excited and go. Um, I, I think that might. I don't think it matters. Even if I look for it, if it's supposed to be there, it's going to happen. But I just expect this incredible adventure where I'm going to be traveling across the country. Like I said, the brick walls are down. What's the Bible say? How do you enter the kingdom of heaven? Through the eyes of a child. Like that of a child. Okay. How were we when we were children? One minute we're playing cops and robbers. The next minute we're playing, you know, doctor and nurse. And the next minute we're the teacher or the banker. We're just always excited for the next game. And if we can live our lives with that childlike excitement, holy cow, I don't know who I'm going to meet, but this is going to be awesome. And just go with it and be led by spirit, be led by our higher selves. Yeah, life becomes super magical. And then you get to experience things like a washer showing up on a knit hat in a store hours later from a game that you gave up that you weren't you're not playing anymore i know yeah i don't think i'll be throwing putting a wish in it and throwing it in the water though oh heck no <laughs> that's that's uh that was a beautiful gift that is uh, a beautiful that's gift. a heck of a reminder and not only that when i put it on my head and i think this and I don't what's know, the washer represent to you the right the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere of the brain she said oh look it's on the right side of your head um what's the washer represent to me yes it show it, that it, i look at that hat and i immediately have connection the other thing i, I i've been doing consciously is putting myself in the moment it, it's like one of the easiest things for me to do now but i'm doing it consciously it's but symbolically always, if you could if you think about what a washer is used for with a screw and whatever you're screwing it into. What's the washer there for? To tighten it up or to keep it tight? To and stop. Funny enough, it, 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 it creates somewhat of a barrier. Yeah. Right? It creates um, so that no damage occurs to the item you're screwing into. Okay, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So it, it creates a seat for it and a buffer. I don't know what else. What else do washers do? You're a guy. I'm not supposed to know this stuff. I'm huh. a girl. Well, what you said is is right, but I mean, I mean, as a washer, what does it mean to me? I, I never really thought about it, you know. But that that specific washer, I look at that, and it's like I'm in I'm in constant. There's a I just think that there's something more to the meaning of the washer that you haven't grabbed onto, which is why I'm asking. Oh, there's a there's a reason why we think images. Like you're playing this game, and you think washer. Right? You didn't think washing machine. You thought washer. Well, that's you didn't that, think that caterpillar. Well, I got that from her exercise. She calls it the wisher washer. Right. JoJo's saying locking washers keep things tight. Right. They do. They keep things tight. So I, I just know that, you know, I have this now. This is not something I lose. I've never lost it besides that, but I'm consciously thinking of it now or talking about it, living it. And that's, you know, I'm living it. And, um, and, and one of the things, the, the thing that you've brought to my attention is, okay, what, let's say 3D ego and analytical mind. 
kind of all wrapped up and and i can see where that's the stuff that yeah i just got to push it aside and go yeah jump in go this is freaking amazing <coughs> who who wants to do that nine to five crab i mean come on who wants to go when i was having the experiences in 15 before that happened i was done and i told god i'm done not not suicidal wise or anything like that here's what i'm going to do I'm going to go through the motions the rest of my life. I just don't give a shit anymore. I don't care. I'm just going to go through the motions. And that's when the experiences started coming in. Surrender. That's what happens when you surrender. And it was also the impalement. I, I it, say that to me, that was part of the experience. That whole, that whole situation was just so synchronistic. It's ridiculous. It all started with a tiny little piece of paper that I wouldn't put in an empty trash can. I had to walk it outside. And I just woke up, you know. I, I, you know, but that's that's how that all. Went. I mean, and I look back at that and just think, wow, this is so incredible. Just everything that's been happening, and that time span in between Mississippi and coming back to Colorado, I started to get that again. I started to get the freedom, the the, the no time. I wasn't using those terms at the time, but I started to get, hey, I could do whatever I want. And let's see Whenever. because I didn't know what was and then ended up here in the middle of the Rocky Mountains um, with very little drama except for what was what I was creating with me in the bar. That was it. There was no other drama going on around me. I had plenty of time to investigate Mandela effects and, and try and figure out what was going on. But I didn't have to do that. Or maybe I did. I'm sure it's perfect the way it happened because I feel like I'm still waiting. Like I feel like I caught up and I'm just waiting. But you're not waiting. You're either, look, don't label that either. Don't get stuck there. You're not waiting. You're in it. I am. I am in it. And what are you waiting for? You're in the moment. Like every moment is happening at that moment, it's not a matter of waiting. I mean, I hear people say that all the time. Well, when I when this happens, then that can happen. No, you're in it now. No, just, the whole cause be in it. Thing, does it work for me anymore? The effect, how was it put? The effect it can happen before the cause. But I'm saying, I went one further. I said the effect can happen without the cause. I went right there. And I haven't had anybody uh, get back to me on that. I still need to. To bring that up. Cause and effect is a real universal principle. There is, you know, there is something real to cause and effect. The question is, is it an absolute? No, there's so much more we don't understand in our human understanding. If we would just take the little ego lid off and get that. Our scientists don't know. Our philosophers don't know. Religion doesn't know. I mean, hell, look, 50 years ago, you couldn't have told my parents, that we're all going to have computers that fit in our back pockets and them to accept that as reality. But what do we have now? Right. <laughs> right. So we, we've we got to get that we don't know. There's so much that we don't know. So if you can take life on every moment of life, just take all of the boundaries and shackles off oh, your sorry. understanding and just stay in it. Go for the ride, man. Oh, I'm going. I'm going for the ride. It's already begun. And um, I, I thank you so much for, uh, I've been talking, uh, talking, I've been 
learning about the ego for the past three weeks. And now like this is coming up and I'm like, okay. And that it's funny because no, I'm not going to like get rid of it. I want to use it. And you said control. I'm like, wow. Cause I almost stopped you. Then when you said control, I'm like, I don't want to. That's what anything. I talk about and teach about in, in um, soul fast, right? That 30 day program, like it's tame the ego. It's about really becoming conscious of where the ego is hooking you. Because where the ego hooks you is where it literally anchors you to third dimensional thinking. It really takes you out of the magic. It's what like, you know, when I when I train up psychics, I don't like training them up until they've already gone through my work with the ego and charm life. And, you know, because there's enough people out there that are doing readings and healings and they haven't even worked through their ego programs and their ego beliefs and their labels and they're still very attached. and. I'm not saying that nobody can be useful in without doing that work. You can be far more useful when you can actually be a living example of what's possible and you don't have those ego filters anymore, or you have them and you, they're not affecting you. They're not binding you. They're not imprisoning you. I think for you, like the super exciting part that we were talking about this morning for you, it's like, you've been living in this golden birdcage and the door is open and it's always been open and you're just realizing, oh, I can fly. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, yeah. And and it's funny because, how can this go? How slow is it gonna go? It's, there's not a time. It can be instant. And I'm yeah. aware of that. And I'm also aware that the, the, anything that was causing the blocks was my ego. So, and, and I can see myself taking myself out of that situation and just being with spirit, with that connection, with it. Yep. And, and it feels good and I love it and I do it. But the, the ego he keeps peeking its head in. But I can change it. always that ego. will. I can, I, but I can change the ego. Have you heard my talk about what the ego really is there for? I've done a Probably, couple of them. But remind me. It's what gives us free will. Without the ego, we wouldn't have free will. We would without, have no choice. We would just without, be in spirit all the time. Without the ego, we wouldn't be in this predicament. No. Because we would have never made our own choices. Because the I ego is a product of the third dimension. It is a necessity for the third dimension. When you're in spirit, those who I've channeled that have crossed over, right? Those who have I've, I've done mediumship readings and, and whatnot, and the guides that I've talked to, there's no ego in spirit. Ego exists in third dimension. And forth, but the reality is we wouldn't need it without the ego. Though you don't have free will anymore because you can't choose between good and bad. You can't choose between, you know, limitation and unlimited. You can't choose between lack and abundance. With the ego, you have free will. It's a mechanism so we, of free so will. We want the ego. It's not something we want to destroy. It's not a matter of destroying it. You learn how to control it instead of having it control you. Most people are living unconsciously. And the ego is what is co unconsciously controlling their lives, right? It's yeah. the beliefs, the programs. It's it's all the things we learned. Our ego took in that information from the time we were born and started to set up strategies for survival, started to set up rules, started to set up labels, started to, to understand the world through that filter. It's just a filter of the ego. You remove the filter you remove the, the the binds that's tied to that filter. Now you can travel outside the body into the magical arenas, see things, experience things, feels things 
that are connected to the divine. And holy crap, life is amazing. And I can see where the ego, uh, this whole adventure. Yeah. Like, this whole, since, since the beginning of November to now, I can see where my ego has, has been. I, don't, I almost said clouding my judgments. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. It's a filter. It's a mask. Because, because once I took that stuff out, I realized. Once you once you helped me take it out, <laughs> I, I I realized I said, "Oh my God, there is so much here." Stay on point. Get push the ego, and I get the ego out of the way, and and it's like, pretty cool. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm extremely excited about this, and uh, I'm going to be videotaping. I don't know how I'm going to do because I'm not going to video. I don't don't make any plans. Stop I'm it. I'm just going to go there. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I just know I'm going to record the trip and the experiences. and Just be in the moment. You know, whether you record it or you don't record it, just fully be present in each moment. And holy cow, let the magic unfold, you know. And when there's people around, talk to them and soften out, man. It's not a matter of understanding either, because that's what your ego always wants to go to is, why is this happening? I need to understand this. That is your ego trying to anchor back down. You know what? Honestly. It almost seems like, yes, but it almost seems like, yes, go being lazy. Okay. You know, do you understand what I mean by that? I mean, sometimes I look at it, I'm like, well, it's so much easier to just to go, oh man, I'm just going to go sit on a cloud. And but what is, what is the meaning of all the spiritual teachers and what we've all been saying for years and years and years. It seems really simple and people are want to overcomplicate it. Be here now. What does that mean? It means just be here in this moment without a plan, without you and your ego trying to orchestrate, confine, control, command, demand. Just be here and take the lid off. Take the restraint off. Then you can live that magical life. Then you can you can live connected to spirit, and then you can see those magical colors that no one else can see, and hear the magic in the wind no one else can hear. You know who does it really well that hasn't lost it? Those who still live on the reservation that still practice Native American beliefs. That's why I so resonate with the Native American traditions is because they still are very connected that way. They still live very simple lives, hard lives as far as people from the outside can see. But holy crap, amazing, happy lives. So making your life simplistic. I was forced into that through an accident. You know, it's like, there's, there goes all my belongings. And sometimes that's what we create. We create tragedy in order to slow down. We create loss in order to get that stuff removed. And instead of thinking of yourself in terms of being a victim, you can think of yourself as in terms of being a creator and knowing that things aren't happening to you. They're happening for you. You're creating it. You're creating it. Your higher self. Not your, you know, otherwise the drama stuff, that's your ego. That's all your ego. And, and that, it's just really strange because I, that's what I'm totally picking up on now. It's like when I set the ego aside, there's that, it's like, and Fun, I get huh? it. And I get, yes, and I get it. But that it doesn't matter because even this is my ego. Just play. Life can be play. Life should be play. You enter the kingdom of heaven like that of a child. That's who enters. Childlike. 
What do children do? They play. They're innocent. They're curious. They're learning. They're open. They don't have this thing that they think they know everything. They're just on an adventure and they're playing different roles and, and understanding that they're just costumes, right? Like all of the things with the way people behave and the relationships they have, the job titles they hold, the neighborhoods they live in, the statuses, it's all just masks of the ego. And those masks, we have many. For different people, we have a different mask. And those masks are literally just distressing masks of the ego that are filtering out God underneath. Take those filters away, and what do you see? God. And it's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And it's so easy. Oh, I know. To, well, I'm quoting Kimberly. <laughs> it's so easy. So like, much oh easier. God. Yeah. Well, once, once you get it and you're doing it and practicing it, and, uh, sure. Um, but it is because I can feel it. I can see it. You know, it's. Do you know what gets people lost the quickest into the spiral into the ego? Is thinking about and analyzing and and understanding their past from an emotional place. And not just taking full, being able to take full responsibility for the fact that they did create it and how they created it. You can get lost in that for years. Yeah, because the past is the only thing your mind has to line it up with. So you're constantly, and it becomes a habit and, and you actually, it's a drug and you enjoy it. And you don't even know it. People What's what we've been trained to do too, though. What, what were we trained in school? One history. plus one is two. Um, Study history. Go look. Even though out. we find out later that the history books were lies. Like, you know, <laughs> so we sit there and, and at the shifts and changes, <laughs> right? Yeah. That doesn't even include that stuff. I wish to God they'd start including quantum physics in school just to take the lid off stuff, but they won't. I mean, there, there's still a very structured old school way. 2020 is going to bring about a whole other shift. I was just going to say everything is going to change, especially yeah. if this is happening and, and opening up. I mean, the government's money, that uh, schools everything doctors everything everything, everything, everything. has to change well saturn pluto conjunction that's what that's all about it's the it's the ruling government structures it's structures in government and healthcare and education and our economy it's all these things january 12 2020 we get to see what the heck is going to change for the entirety of 2020 it's exciting because you know new technologies do need to be let loose and and creativity does need to come back what are we taking from our kids in school drama art photography singing all the stuff that actually gets them to connect to spirit that's what we remove from school Gee, what fun. I'm so glad I graduated in the 80s. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for people graduating grad school now. I think of my daughter and go, oh, boy, what did they do to you? <laughs> See, and then I have people that tell me that I'm a bad mother because I have been homeschooling Bella since first grade. Um, and she's a genius. She's an amazing artist, an amazing musician. And everyone's like, well, is she going to go to college? It's like, she doesn't want to go to college. Why would I make her go to college? Like what, why? I never went to college, not a day. And I've run several successful businesses and held successful corporate jobs. Like I get to do whatever I want to do. I've trained horses for a living. I've done readings and counseling and private investigation. I've done so many jobs because I don't think that there's a limit to what I can do. And I want you to remember that.
as we start to wrap this up. We could yes. go on. Anthony and I could go on for hours, you guys. Like I, I've Listen, I've done five-hour shows with people. And some of them wasn't this deep. Listen, there is something I'd like to share. I took it. Yes. I, I walked outside. I haven't told you about this. Uh, I'm, I'm going to see if I could share screen this. You, I want you to look at it. Um, I walked outside two mornings ago with a cup of coffee and a cigarette. Saw the sun coming out from the east. And I looked over at the mountains and I went, Oh my God, where's my camera? So I run in the house, get the camera, and I took a couple of videos and pictures of this. Um, since then, I didn't, of course, I, I just let it go. Where I'm at and learning, I'm just letting it go. Since then, I've put it on two other shows, and people are like, wow, what the heck? That's not natural. And, I, you know, I got the conspiracy look, and I, and I got a, a channel that was like, oh my God, that's so beautiful. Um, and, and Kimberly, when she looked at it, she was like, oh, my God, she got so excited over this. I don't. Um, can, you, can you see that? Hold on. And let me put it up. Oh, nice. You know what? Exactly the first thing I think of when I see that picture. What's that? Zero point. <laughs> well, at first I'm looking at, I'm thinking, because I went off on the trail thing and I'm like, well, the circle, but then the line. And I'm like, okay, don't look at the sky. <laughs> that um, is so cool. But, you know, how's, you know, yeah. And I, and I decided not to, because of where I'm at now. I thought, you know what? This is a direct sign from God that I hit it on the head. It's the bullseye and the arrow with the whole, there's no good, there's no evil with this. It's it, Don't label it. And I yeah. finally hit it. That, to me, that's, it took me a day because of listening to other people and trying to, I'm like, wow, I don't even know what to think of that. And I thought, you know what? That was a straight sign from God or nature or whatever. It goes, you got it. Keep going. Yeah. That's how I'm going to cool. take it. No matter what else. Are you, are you, our universal consciousness is asking zero point energy. I've had different discussions about what I call zero point. Um, and zero point is that place, you know, for me, it was coming out of a, a dark night of the soul. And one of my, one of my initial dark nights of the soul that got me, you know, to operate in my gifts and stuff that I rejected most of my life because I got in trouble for having them and using them. Um, but I came out of a dark night of the soul and and literally in that space where everything that I thought I knew, everything I thought I could trust in, everything I thought had value and meaning in my life hit a place where it meant nothing to me. Literally all of my, my upbringing, I studied philosophy and religion. I've studied all kinds of stuff my whole life and in my twenties um, and I'll be 53 in a week and a half. That's scary. Happy birthday. Thanks. Anyways. Um, you know, in my 20s, I hit this place where it was literally just dropped out. Everything I put meaning into dropped out and it was zero. Like it was it. everything in my life just got devastated. But from that point where there was no meaning put in anything and nothing mattered. And like you, Sue, so I got to this place. There was total surrender. Like, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing anymore. Like, what's the point? Right. Just tell me what to do in that place of complete surrender. 
block upon block of understanding and openness and my gifts and intuition and living a magical life. And it didn't happen like in a short amount of time. We're talking, I mean, a long amount of time. We're talking like a month. My life went from devastating to completely magical. Like, holy crap, how did that just happen? But I had to hit zero first. And from zero, that's where everything started to make sense. Everybody doesn't have to hit zero, right? A lot of people I mean do. A lot of people do, and it, for me, it doesn't have to be tragic, but it, that's probably the biggest thing that anybody in the Mandela effect, they look back on their lives, there was a tragic moment in their life at some point. Yeah, well, and you know, the thing Hard about action. that is, um, I think the, the thing about hitting hitting zero point and going through a dark night of the soul um, is when we're in it, that battle that you're in for understanding and making sense of things, it really just is, Suso, the ego battle. You're wanting to hold on to the old understanding, right? And your higher self is like, no, come into the new understanding. Come into this place. Come into where it's unlimited. Step through the threshold of the door. Come see what else is here. And there's just fear there. So we hold on to what we know. Yeah, I don't want to be, I'm not, the whole comfort zone, the whole, this is familiar to me. I'm not, not. That's, that, that's why I'm not doing something because it's not familiar. I, I'm going yeah. for it. JoJo's saying NDE was my zero. We all have to hit ground zero. I believe that we do. I, you know, and, and, and that looks differently for everybody. It doesn't mean your life has to hit devastation. Well, I wasn't um, taking any risks and I had an impalement. I mean, I had to, that had to happen, you know, because I wasn't taking no risks. I'm not jumping out of no plane, parachute or no parachute. I'm, you know, I'm not going to just go out and do whatever. No, I was forced into it. It's like, hey, we got to shift you out. Let's uh, take you out of that body. Just I, listen, I'm just going to say this happened the last time I was on a video. I had a shirt that said Columbia on it. And I bought it because it said C-O-L-O-M-B-I-A. And I know, and somebody said, oh, Colum the country Columbia is spelled differently now. And that's the way it's spelled L-O-C-O-L-O. And I bought these shirts that were C-O-L-O. -O. Now the company's C-O-L-U now. You My me. shirts changed to you. And, and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, and this, this piece right here that says Mandela effect, I don't remember this at all. Now, I'm not going to say it's a Mandela effect. I just don't remember that. I remember this shirt being Suso and Silver Dollar Saloon on the back. That's it. Just thought I'd throw that out there. And I've noticed myself shift if we can use that term. Mm -hmm. And that's just awesome. Because it, it, I can, it just keeps getting better. And will continue to, as long as you don't let your damn ego get in the way. <laughs> My damn ego? I, I should treat it nice, right? I should do it. Well, the, the ego, I mean, like I said, it has its place. It does allow for free will. As long as we understand what it's here for, um, it, it is... It's going to hold, try to hold control. That's what comfort zones are all about. That's what the, I need to know. I have to know. I got to control. That's what that's all about. But honestly, when you, when you remove all of that and you just let it be whatever it is, it's, it's amazing. One of my um, Facebook followers was Lillian was saying your adventure, you know, of, of November, a lot like what happened when I went up to Canada with my friend, my Native American friend to run a ceremony up there. And it was nothing like what I thought it was going to be, but it was so flipping magical, laughed for an entire four days. And yeah, and it was scary all at the same time. Yet it was amazing. 
it was amazing to just last minute go on a trip and take off and and so many magical miraculous things happened that i wouldn't have traded that experience for anything i don't even have to know why it happened i do know why it happened but i don't have to know like just being in it while i was in it instead of trying to figure out why is this happening was amazing and i hope that's what you end up doing on this next step of your journey and i'm already trying to do it now i decided i don't have to wait until i get in the car and leave i could start this now but i was already kind of doing it anyway i mean i was always conscious of when i was out the other day i, I know where to be do nothing i started walking around. i'm like what do i do now and i and i was like yeah i just go home and i'm like wait a minute something's up with that and i just had some fa so that was like an energy thing for me and i was thinking about going to the hot springs which would be like an energy thing for me so and I just had the fall. I'm like, ah, I'm just going to go home. And I turn my head and I look at a sign on a gas station. So, so something like double the energize or something like that. And I'm like, okay, guess I'm going to the hot springs. And I jumped in the car and went. I didn't even question it. You know, I'm going to say nothing came out of that except I felt great. But, you know, whatever the point was, that to me, that's what I'm doing. I'm not even questioning it. As much as I would have just rather went home and chilled. Right. I went 40 more minutes out of my way to hit the hot springs for an hour and a half. And, it was, it was a great, relaxing time. Yeah. Did anything, what did I avoid? I don't know. Who cares? You know, yeah. it, what it is, and, and I let it go. And the whole ego thing is, I don't want to say it's a challenge for me because I think I, I understand it analytically now, so it should be a piece of cake. That's so wrong. That's it is. <laughs> I mean, look, it's good to have an analytical understanding of what the mechanism is, what the ego mechanism is, what that filter is, Right. It's good. Like, I don't have to understand how my engine and how my car works in order for me to get in and drive it. But the more I understand about how it works, when something doesn't work, it's easier to get it fixed. When I understand where the gas comes into play, where the oil comes into play, what the spark plugs are for, what's the battery for, what's the brake fluid for. It's it's better for me as a driver, I think, even as a girl, probably because I was raised by a dad instead of a mom, it's better for me to be able to understand all of the different pieces of my vehicle when I get in and drive it so that when something goes wrong, I know how to fix it. So it's good to understand the mechanism of the ego so that once you start to get pulled off the magical path, you can actually get back on really fast. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm learning now. But I tell you, I don't want this to take long with that. I, to me, once I get, I get that, not analytically, once I get to that point, I just feel like, wow, okay, now I could just take off. So uh, here's I, the deal. I don't want to get stuck there for four years like I was on the Mandela effect. So you ready? Yeah. The intuition, right, the seat of the intuition is your imagination, is your creativity, is art, is music, is flow, is feeling. That's the seat of intuition. When you tap the doorway of intuition, again, that's just a doorway. It isn't the end all and be all. It's a doorway. Once you, you start coming from the place of connection to your intuition, to your higher self, God, you can go and do and be whatever the hell you want. And life will continue to be magical. Right. Just That's stay out. Of, you, you know, it's that shifting between. And I'm not going to say that even, you know, I walk with spirit all day, every day. That's my job. 
But it doesn't mean that I don't ever get into ego. I still do. I still get triggered. I still get affected by the energies. I'm an empath too. I can control it. But sometimes I choose not to. Sometimes I actually drop fully into third dimension and play out little dramas. And then I get bored of it and go, what? That was not even worth it. Yeah. Unplug from that and back into spirit. Let's live from there because that's way more fun. Way more fun and, a prop and more natural. I, I think that's how we should have been living. Of course it's, it's, it is. It's, it's going to be so foreign and alien to us because of the way we've been programmed. But you don't know. There's something coming. That's what this shift is for 2020. That's what this big entirety of this transformation that everyone's feeling so heavy and reactive to over the last week is all about, is, is coming from a different place. And holy crap. You know, I want more people on that bus because for me, the more people that are living that magical life, the more magic that I get to take part in and bump into on the street, bump into at the grocery store. And it's fun, right? When you start to meet, you're like, oh my God, you get it too. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I mean, and it's it's funny because that's one of the things I noticed shift when I was in Ketchum. And it was Cynthia who brought it to my attention. She was like, wow, you know, <laughs> you're a different person. And I'm like, I know. And not only that, I see it and feel it. And it's like I saw my own self shift. And I'm just like, I don't even know what that means, but okay. And I, I, you know, I always considered myself an introvert. And it's just weird when I'm walking down the street going, good morning. <laughs> oh, there's that label thing. Put a label on it and I you do? limit it. No, where you consider yourself an introvert. Oh, I don't, I don't really consider myself anything anymore. I, but that's one of the things I always used to say. It's like, I'm an introvert, but I'll get on camera and talk for hours. But, you know, I want to sit in my little corner and just be by myself. And now it's, you know what? And I could go on for another two hours because I was just going to go on another topic that would have just. <laughs> we'll do it again. We will come back and well, do another one after you've returned from this adventure. Yeah. It'd be really fun to do. And, yeah, well, and and it's it's actually being recorded now because tomorrow I'm going to be on Unbiased and on the Fence. And then the Thursday show is the one I'm really looking forward to with Kimberly Lynn Hansen talking about the trip. She's like, get your questions ready. I want you to ask questions. And I'm like, when I'm in that zone, I don't have any questions. Yeah. So, What's but, your channel um, on YouTube? How do people find you? Suso. Just S-U-S-S-O. Right here. And it says it right here. <laughs> I know. It says it right. Um, Suso, S-U-S-S-O. I, I had my original channel. My first video was put up in April 15th, 2016. And I've purged that channel. And I re-put up all the old videos. All of them aren't up yet, but they're in two-hour clips. All the new content is there. Um, all the non-linear life information is there. The one we did on your channel, someone deleted, huh? Oh, the first one? Remember? Oh, yeah. And we talk about that in, in this second one. Uh, we did do it again. And, yeah, that's all. That's up. All the interviews are up. There's a whole playlist of the interviews. That's back up. I actually replayed that again. I put your and I back up on Facebook for a private group. Um, they seem to enjoy that. Uh, we'll come back and do this again. We will. 
Yeah, but I, I honestly, um, for those of you who don't, you you know, you're you're interested in checking out Suso's book. I'm putting the link in the chat room. I'm going to when I put this on our actual podcast page out wherever you get your podcasts, Apple and you know iTunes, whatever. Um, I'm gonna have the link on there as well. But make sure if you're on YouTube, you follow him. S U S S O. You have a Facebook page. I, I know if I do. follow you on Facebook. Anthony Sanasuso. I, you know, it's like it's I not have, a business page though. That's your um, private page. Just my my page. The only one I have because I don't even want that. You're so cute. I yeah. I, I I don't. I, it's like I don't want to be on media doing all that. Now it's so funny because after this Ketchum thing, now I got I'm on I'm in two groups coming in i'm on facebook more just than go i go with the flow dude i'm just doing it i'm not bringing in it's like forget the conspiracy negative stuff forget all that just see even that like i talked to one of my um one of my friends a couple of weeks ago about that because she she got went down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theory, theories and i mean i've been there you know but like everything don't get lost there like look you can look at that stuff and and it's interesting it gets your brain going don't get lost there. Don't get lost in third dimensional reality. Don't get lost in any of it because it's all ever changing and it can all continue to be ever changing if you just reside in the place of spirit, the infinite. Yeah. Some of them words really helped me stay in infinite because all the answers are already there. And, and, and then there's another thing about, well, why bother? <laughs> if all this is like that. It's fun because you chose to come here. Oh yeah, it's fun, and it's I, fun. I, the joy is amazing. And I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to give. That's kind of the point. Ready for the rest of my life. Isn't that kind of the point? Is of, of living in in this is to be able to recognize that you have control over living in a state of joy, and that that's your purpose in life. Whatever you do, whether you're at a bar or you're doing readings like me and and doing teachings like me, like. It, do it from a place of joy. Do it from a place of unbridled, unrestricted, unboxed joy. And watch what can happen. Yeah. That's, that's where I am. That's, that's, this is a whole new me, man. I am in connection with that same energy as a childhood that I had in childhood and don't know why it ever left. Teenage society, fears, the whole bit, but it was there the whole time. And now I'm conscious of it, like you said. So oh. and now I just feel like I'm picking apart all just knocking fleas off. That's what I feel like I'm doing now. I'm just knocking all the little fleas off. And if that makes sense. It does. It does. But yeah, I want you back here. Let's let's meet back again in like a month after your travels and adventure. And because okay. be everybody's saying in the on YouTube too, yes, do it again. And on Facebook, do it again. So we will. We'll come back and do it again. Susan and I have known each other for a while now. It's a few years. It's been probably long. It was when I lived in Colorado. We've known each other. How many years? It's been a lot. Over ten, maybe fifteen. I guess, yeah. It's been a long time. Started over in the East Coast. Yeah, and then went to Pittsburgh and talked to you in Mississippi. I called you and when I was in Mississippi because you said on one of your videos about shifting timelines. And I was just like, oh, I never remember her talking about stuff like, you're going to notice changes in this. Now, you weren't talking about the Mandela effect. Mm -mm. You were talking. 
things that were happening to me. I'm like, oh, I got a call. I got the phone. And, and, you, and I remember I told you all this stuff. And you went, wow, you got everything at once. <laughs> they just hit you with everything at once. And I was like, yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah. So it's been a while. Um, it's good to be connected again. And I can't wait to hear. So I want you back so that we can talk about what happened and, and you can finish the next this this you can share the journey of going to New York with us and and I'm sure there will be a million other new epiphanies on the road between now and then when we do the show so here we go <laughs> I'm ready let's do it I know yay <laughs> all right you guys on, oh it was fun yeah yeah all Great. right you guys thanks for joining us we're gonna check out and go enjoy our magical lives I hope you guys enjoy yours. Um, if you want to check me out, go to my website, Bernadette Gold, um, go to patreon.com forward slash Bernadette Gold. If you want to see a bunch of my other videos that are up there that don't get archived because on Facebook and even YouTube videos seem to disappear out of my stream. But, um, yeah, follow me on there and follow Suso on YouTube and we will get him back here in a month. Have a good one. Bye. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.